Life Audio. The Bible Study Podcast, Episode 849. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of the Book of Psalms with Psalm 114 and Psalm 115. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. It feels like I've had three or four weeks off because I recorded some things ahead of time at the Christmas time. So we're jumping back into the book of Psalms. But first, a word from the sponsor. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done, when we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Well, good day to you. It's Joel with The King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith, and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. We're jumping back into Psalms today with Psalm 114, which is a short psalm, only eight verses, so we'll continue on to Psalm 115. Psalm 114. When Israel came out of Egypt, Jacob from a people of foreign tongue, Judah became God's sanctuary, Israel his domain. The sea looked and fled, the Jordan turned back, the mountains leapt like rams, the hills like lambs. Why was it, sea, that you fled? Why, Jordan, did you turn back? Why, mountains, did you leap like rams, you hills like lambs? Tremble, earth, at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the God of Jacob, who turned the rock into a pool, the hard rock into springs of water. So we're again remembering that time in the wilderness. We're remembering the exodus of the people coming out of Egypt. And the point of this psalm seems to be remembering the awesome presence of God remembering that God is great and remembering what he did in Egypt that was great. And some of the things here are obvious, like see why was it why you fled? We're talking about the Red Sea here and the waters coming back. Jordan, did you turn back? We're remembering that as the people of God, as the children of Israel came out of the promised land or came into the promised land, that again, this new generation walked on dry land across the Jordan River because God parted the Jordan. Now, if you've been to the Jordan, it isn't a big deal today because it's a very, it's more of a stream than a river. It was a bigger thing in those days, we believe. But obviously the Red Sea was a big deal. Why mountains did you leap like rams, you hills like lambs, it seems to be more poetic in nature in the sense that 
mountains did not shake so far as we know, but we're talking again about the awesome power of God that can in fact shape the mountains. And so as he leads the people out of Egypt and into the promised land, these people from a foreign tongue and sets them up here, we're remembering the awesome things he did. And then tremble earth at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the God of Jacob, that's the point of the whole psalm, who turned the rock into a pool and hard rock into springs of water. Again, remembering those times when they were in the wilderness and God told Moses to strike the rocks or speak to the rocks and water flowed out of them, that God can even provide in places that it doesn't look like God would be able to provide, can provide springs of water in the middle of the desert. Now, what do we pull out of this? Again, we're being reminded of the awesome power of God and that God can provide even when it looks like God may not be able to provide. And then we'll move on to Psalm 115. 115 is also not a long psalm, but twice the length of Psalm 114 at 18 verses. And it goes like this. Not to us, Lord, not to us, but to your name be the glory because of your love and faithfulness. Why do the nations say, where is their God? Our God is in heaven. He does whatever pleases him, but their idols are silver and gold made by human hands. They have mouths, but cannot speak, eyes, but cannot see. They have ears, but cannot hear, noses, but cannot smell. They have hands, but cannot feel, feet, but cannot walk nor can they utter a sound with their throats. Those who make them will be like them, and so will all who trust in them. All you Israelites, trust in the Lord. He is their help and shield. House of Aaron, trust in the Lord. He is their help and shield. You who fear him, trust in the Lord. He is their help and shield. The Lord remembers us and will bless us. He will bless his people Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless those who fear the Lord, small and great alike. May the Lord cause you to flourish, both you and your children. May you be blessed by the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. The highest heavens belong to the Lord, but the earth he has given to mankind. It is not the dead who praise the Lord, those who go down to the place of silence. It is we who extol the Lord both now and forever. Praise the Lord. This is again one of those psalms where you can see that it was written as a song, and you get that sense there with that that reoccurring verse of, He is their help and shield. All you Israelites trust the Lord, He is their help and shield. The house of Aaron trust the Lord, He is their help and shield. All who fear Him trust the Lord, He is their help and shield. You get that poetic sound, that sound of call response in terms of. Uh, that makes it seem more like a song than some of these do. But it was, of course, as all of these, a song first. So not to us, Lord, not to us, but to your name be the glory because of your great, because of your love and faithfulness. So this is a song of praise, bringing glory to God because of who he is. And the interesting part of this, I thought, was those verses two through eight that talk about the other gods, the other quote unquote gods. Where's their God? Our God is in heaven. He does whatever pleases him, but their idols are silver and gold made by human hands. And we've had that as a recurring theme in the Old Testament and the prophets and here in Psalms where it talks about the difference between God and those quote unquote other gods. And then I thought it was interesting this 
you know, continuing reframe of these idols are silver and gold made by human hands, mouths but cannot speak, eyes but cannot see, ears but cannot hear, noses cannot smell, they have hands but cannot feel, feet but cannot walk, nor can they utter a sound in their throats. Those who make them will be like them, which is interesting. But just talking about the utter uselessness of these gods that people are praying to, that they are not God, and that they are idols, that they are that they can't speak, that they can't do anything. Now, I think with some of the idols that people were worshiping and with some of the gods that people were worshiping, there were demons behind them. There were these false gods had some power, but not the power of God and not a power that you want to have anything to do with, is my belief Although this is really talking about the uselessness of these idols and how they, they're nothing. Because they're made by human hands, they cannot save. They cannot help. Versus the Lord. And so then we get that section here. Versus trust in the Lord. He is your help and shield. Israelites, Aaron, and those who fear him. And we certainly would be in that third category, those who fear him. Some of you are also in those first two categories, descendants of Israel, descendants of Aaron. I am not. But the Lord remembers us and will bless us, will bless his people Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron, the priests. He will bless those who fear the Lord, small and great alike. So the contrast here between the idols and between God, God who is bringing blessing, God who is bringing help and shield that God is bringing protection. And I think about that right now in my country, in the U.S., there's an interesting thing going on with a push for nationalism. And I don't want to get into it too much because I want to shy away from politics in here, but there is an expression as if God needed the government to protect him. And and I just want to say that God doesn't, right? God will protect us, that God doesn't need anything from anybody to protect the name of God or to protect God. God is all powerful and has authority and we are, and we don't. <laughs> right? That way it started here with your name be the glory, not to us, O Lord that that is not something that God needs from us. It's not something the early church needs. It's not something the current church needs for us to protect God in any way, shape, or form. May the Lord cause you to flourish, both you and your children. May you be blessed by the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. And certainly calling out to this God who has power, this God who does bring protection and help, who remembers us and blesses us, and calling and asking for a blessing on those who remember the Lord. The highest heavens belong to the Lord, but the earth he has given to mankind. It is not the dead who praise the Lord, those who go down to the place of silence. It is we who extol the Lord both now and forever. And so this call to remember that we are the ones who are called to bring praise to God. And again, when I say bring praise to God, I mean that in both ways, as we've talked about recently, both to praise God, to have praise coming from our lips, but also to bring praise to God as people see the people of God and the love that they share and the way that we behave should bring praise to God as well. The people should see the people of God and praise God, those who don't know him.
And with that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening. I want to take just a second to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on this podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you'll find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. Hi, I'm Beckett Cook, host of The Beckett Cook Show. I lived as a gay man in Hollywood for many, many years until I had a radical encounter with Jesus 13 years ago. Since then, I've gotten my master's degree in seminary and published a book called A Change of Affection. On my podcast, The Beckett Cook Show, I sit down with fascinating Christian scholars and thinkers to address the lies of the culture and bring the biblical truth to bear on those lies. To start listening now, go to lifeaudio.com or search for The Becca Cook Show on your favorite podcasting platform.